Hello and welcome to the We Are Guernsey podcast where we bring you developments from Guernsey's financial services industry. If you haven't listened to some of our previous podcasts already, you can do so on your preferred podcast platform or via the on-demand page at weareguernsey.com. My name's Rosie Alsop. I'm the communications manager here at We Are Guernsey. That's the brand under which Guernsey Finance promotes the island of Guernsey's specialist financial services in its respective chosen markets. For those of you who are not familiar with Guernsey, the island's a leading global finance centre of substance, stability and security, committed to the cause of sustainable finance. It's a member of several United Nations environment initiatives and is proactive in developing sustainable products and services. Today, we're talking about captive insurance, where Guernsey is Europe's leading jurisdiction for captives business. My guests today are Mike Johns, who's a former chairman of the Guernsey International Insurance Association, and Kate Storey, who is a partner in the investment funds and corporate group at Walker's Guernsey. Welcome, Mike and Kate. Hello. Hi, Rosie. So 2021 is shaping up to be a busy time for new captives business in Guernsey. Already, we've seen two new captive managers enter the market, SRS and Davis, and the success of Guernsey's pilot fast-track pre-authorization of insurance sales scheme is likely to drive the formation of more captives being formed in the island during 2021. My first question for both guests is, what impact is that new activity going to have in the market? Mike, what impact do you think it's likely to have? Well, I think it's great news about SRS and Davies setting up in Guernsey and hopefully will lead to new formations and new captive entities being formed. Um, It's a really strong message that Guernsey is still viewed as a strong and leading centre for international insurance. And Kate, how about you? What impact do you think this is going to have? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Both SRS and Davies are very established insurance managers with operations around the world. And I think it's testament to the amount of business that Guernsey is seeing these days um, that they're choosing to set up shop here in Guernsey. Um, and it's and it's just great news for the island. We heard at the Guernsey Finance Captives webinar that the market's turned hard over the past two years. What's that meant for Guernsey? Has there been an increase in business, Mike? Yes, definitely. Um, we've seen an increase certainly in the last uh, year. I would say just on applications, um, but that's starting now to uh, result in formations of, of captives and uh, reinsurance and uh, commercial insurance entities as well. Um, there's also been an incredible amount of, of work um, following applications uh, and interest from, from not just the UK, but uh, all around the world really um, in captives. So the, the, the hard market, seems to have been associated with with the UK, but we're, we're starting to see that now push wider uh, around the world as well. And Kate, have you seen an increase in business? Absolutely. Um, over the last two years, and, and especially over the last 12 months with the pandemic, um, what we mean by the hardening market is that the commercial insurers are increasing their prices, restricting cover, um, or withdrawing cover that they'd previously offered um, and now more and more offering take it or leave it terms for, for provision of insurance, which is causing businesses, buyers of insurance um, to have to look for alternative solutions uh, and, and 
the, the most viable uh, alternative solution is to set up their own captive to self-insure effectively, self-insure uh, the, the parent and the group company's risks um, through their own subsidiary captive. So what advantages does a captive offer in comparison with a traditional way of seeking cover from the market, Mike? Well, I think the most important one is that it enables uh, the insured, uh, the entity setting up the captive, to actually stabilise or lower their cost of insurance. Um, when you place a, a risk in the insurance market, the insurer inevitably includes an element of its operating costs in its premium um, it may also include the costs of other people's, other entities' claims within its overall cost for that particular type of insurance. So a captive can strip out those additional costs. Uh, the, the, the captive owner can base its premium on its own overall loss experience and doesn't need to factor in the insurer's wider operating expenses into its premium. Um, other factors are that it can actually provide access to the reinsurance market um, or wholesale market, as it's also also termed, thereby lowering the actual cost of insurance uh, because the reinsurance rates are, uh, are lower than, than the uh, main conventional insurance market. It also lessens the impact of market cycles. Um, the insurance market, we're, we're saying, is now in a, in a hard market. So that means, as Kate's just said, that it increases uh, rates um, to match the claims experience or the lack of investments that, uh, income that, that they've been making. And this tends to go in cycles um, with a captive. Um, you can actually um, reduce the effect of those cycles by, by smoothing your insurance premium through the cycle. Um, and the insurance market actually can actually exclude risks or impose harsher conditions. Um, it, can, it can actually change the cover that it writes because it doesn't like providing cover on the basis that it's been providing, either because it's got uh, more claims as a result of the cover or, or simply that it no longer suits that particular insurance uh, entity to actually participate on, on that particular range of cover. So a captive can actually provide itself with a broader wording, um, include elements that wouldn't be provided by the market um, and gen generally determine what type of cover it actually has um, to, to benefit best from the insurance rather than what the market wants to provide it. And when the market goes hard, why do people look to Guernsey for solutions, Kate? Because of Guernsey's long-standing pedigree in captive management, um, Guernsey's been managing captive sales or captive insurers for, for decades. Um, and there's a, a massive depth of experience and expertise here. You've got um, a, a wide choice of insurance managers here on the ground, as well as quality non-executive directors and um, auditors, actuaries, lawyers. So all, all the service providers for your captive insurance company are here on the ground in Guernsey. Um, and also Guernsey has um, a, an excellent reputation for its robust but proportionate regulatory regime uh, and, a, and a flexible, responsive regulator. Um, Guernsey is outside of Europe, outside of the EU, um, but, but um, geographically located in Europe, obviously. Um, 
But because it's outside of the EU uh, and always has been, um, Brexit hasn't particularly affected Guernsey. Um, and also, um, not being in the EU, it's not subject to Solvency 2, uh, which imposes uh, high solvency standards for insurers across the board. It doesn't differentiate between commercial insurers on the one hand who are insuring thousands of retail customers um, and captive insurers on the other hand who are just insuring uh, their, their parent and, and group companies. Um, and so Guernsey felt that regime was not appropriate um, for, for the captive insurance scenario um, to impose such a high level of uh, capital and solvency requirements um, for, for group company risks, essentially, compared to uh, commercial insurers insuring retail customers. And, and that makes sense. And so that's why Guernsey is an attractive domicile to, to set up your captive because of the flexible and proportionate capital and solvency requirements that are in place here. So is a captive a short-term solution to the current market? Mike, can you explain? Uh, no, no, I don't think a captive is a short-term solution and, and really it shouldn't be viewed as a, a, a quick fix either. Um, a captive should be part of an overall risk finance or risk retention strategy that compares um, the overall costs of insuring a risk in the conventional insurance market and maybe retaining that risk either on a balance sheet or in a captive insurance company. But um, anyone looking at um, forming a captive, they need to think about, um, you know, whether it's right to, to self-insure, um, what their reasons are for self-insuring. Um, is it just to lower, lower overall insurance premium costs or, or actually to have a, a better risk management strategy, a better understanding particularly of, of the risk um, and perhaps managing claims through the captive and, and maybe even getting a, a risk management processes through those claims um, into place um, and using the captive to actually structure that. Thank you. Who's choosing to come to Guernsey, Kate? Is it primarily interest from the UK or is there interest from elsewhere too? It's a full range of businesses uh, from from smaller businesses, but um, it's largely multinational businesses with, with operations um, all over the world, um, but but a captive can be suitable right down to to much smaller businesses as well. Um, it's primarily interest from the UK. The UK has always been a strong market for Guernsey, um, but across Europe, South Africa, US, um, Guernsey's reach is is very far and wide um, uh, because of its reputation as um, a preeminent captive domicile. One of the topical matters here in Guernsey presently is the pilot pre-authorisation of South scheme. We heard from Caroline Bradley at the Commission in respect of how it works, but Kate, how did all this come about? Maybe you can give a quick overview and how it can be structured. Yeah, so this came about um, as a result of representatives from the Guernsey International Insurance Association uh, including myself, approaching the Guernsey regulator to ask about if there was a way of making the route to getting a captive set up and licensed in Guernsey 
quicker and speedier than it already is. I mean, it's already a very efficient process of um, typically six to eight weeks, uh, which is faster than a lot of jurisdictions. Um, But Guernsey felt it wanted to respond to the massive growth in in captive business uh, and be able to respond quickly to market needs to set up captive structures even quicker. Um, And the regulator proposed this new pre-authorization scheme um, whereby you can set up a cell a captive cell and a pre-existing protected cell company structure um, and start writing business straight away um, without going through the license application process at the start. Um, So you you can commence business um, and then the requirement is to provide all the relevant documentation to the regulator within 14 days of commencing business. So this pre-authorization scheme cuts out basically six to eight weeks of time um, in in setting up your your capture structure, which is just invaluable um, in today's market when buyers of insurance are sometimes getting very last minute decisions from commercial insurers uh, saying they won't insure a particular risk or they're withdrawing cover. Um, And so speed really is of the essence to find a solution um, almost immediately um, to ensure that risk when it's not available in the commercial market. And what does the pilot demonstrate in terms of Guernsey's capabilities, Kate? I think it demonstrates just how responsive and proactive and, and flexible the Guernsey regulator is and, and also the Guernsey industry. Um, you know, this we went to the Guernsey regulator with this idea um, in September and we within a month we had this new regime. Um, it is a pilot regime um, which is in force until the end of the year but um, it's, it's proven so successful um, that it's very likely to continue well beyond and, and be expanded out um, to other types of um, vehicles. So um, I think it just demonstrates how quickly Guernsey can act and, um, and it can only do that because of the um, expertise that we have here on Ireland to, to enable uh, initiatives like this to take place. And Mike, what would you say the pilot demonstrates in terms of Guernsey's capabilities? I think it uh, just to echo what what Kate's just said, really, um, the idea for um, the fast authorization scheme came out of one of GEAR's market development committees, which involves all of the managers on the island working together um, to discuss innovation and innovative ideas. And um, this was one of the the things that came out of it. So uh, I think, you know, the fact that 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 Guernsey is innovative comes out of out of what's happened here but also um, just the pragmatic uh, approach of the regulator and the regulator's willingness to to work with industry um, to to make things happen I I think is fantastic Um, it's a very positive thing for Guernsey um, and shows that we can adapt and react as the market um, requires. 
do you see further scope to extend the scheme to all captives in future, Kate? Yes, I, I, as I said, this is a pilot scheme and, and um, the Guernsey regulator is going to review it at the, at the end of the year with, with a view to hopefully expanding it out to more scenarios. Um, so I think um, it's, it's working very well and um, no reason why it shouldn't be expanded out to, as I say, different scenarios. Mike, do you see further scope to extend it to all captives? Yes, I think it would be um, really good if we could find a way to extend it to all Category 5 um, companies, which are pure captives under the uh, GFSC regime. Um, They only insure the risks of their parents, so arguably there isn't the need for harder regulation or or stronger regulation to apply to them. So, yeah, it would be be good if we could have a fast-track approach to, to pure captives. Now, what advice would you give to prospective captive owners? I'm going to ask Kate. So the first thing to do is to get in touch with a uh, a Guernsey licensed insurance manager who can take you through the process um, and will conduct a feasibility study for you um, as to what's appropriate for your particular business. So you can really design um, the bespoke nature of, of the captive insurance solution that you need um, so that's the most important thing. And, and you can find the names of the local insurance managers on the We Are Guernsey website. Mike, what advice would you give to prospective captive owners? I, I'd say make sure that um, any, any captive owner that's considering a captive should, should really make sure that all of the reasons um, that they're forming a captive are fully understood within their organisation. Um, and as Kate said, a, f- a full feasibility study, including financial projections, um, should be uh, carried out. Um, and that whoever's forming captive, they have to really, really understand that it is an insurance company and that there will be claims. Um, and they need to make sure that everybody within their organisation understands that it's an insurance company and there will be claims. And that all of that will be factored into the financial projections. Um, and that Guernsey really is the best location to come and form your captive. Can you elaborate more on how longevity swaps work and why it's attractive to pension funds, Kate? Yeah, so longevity swaps are one of the applications of Guernsey captives that have been used in the last few years. Um, Longevity swaps are basically um, where a UK pension scheme hedges or or ensures its longevity risk to a Guernsey captive insurer. Um, And what we mean by longevity risk is the the UK pension schemes, pensioners living longer than expected and therefore the the pension fund having to pay out over a longer period. Um, And so the pension schemes can ensure that risk to a Guernsey captive insurance sell. And then the, the Guernsey cell reinsures that risk to the commercial reinsurance markets. So it's a way of accessing the reinsurance markets um, and, and getting better rates um, for, for that risk, as Mike was talking about earlier. Um, and, and Guernsey really has led the way on this type of work uh, using captives. So Guernsey's a market leader here. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is the, the premier uh, leader in, in this field. 
Um, it's been doing it since 2014. The first one was the BT pension scheme, uh, which hedged £16 billion worth of uh, pension risks. Um, and since then, um, a number of the insurance managers have set up cell company structures which offer cells um, to pension schemes for, for hedging this longevity risk. Um, the first one to do so was um, Mike's company, Willis Towers Watson. Um, so there's a, there's a really good choice of um, captive solutions for, for that market. So what are your predictions regarding captives activity in 2021, Kate? It's only going to increase. Um, I think um, general commentators have said that this hardening market is, is here, you know, at least for you know, two to five years. Um, and so there's going to be a need, continuing need, uh, for this alternative self-insurance solution that's offered by captives. And Mike, what's your predictions for 2021 regarding captives activity? Hopefully, um, as Kate says, many more for formations. Um, I think with the hardening market continuing, and it is forecast to continue certainly through 2021 and uh, onwards into 2022, uh, with that continuing, then hopefully uh, we will see more um, customers actually inquiring about captives um, and more inquiries as a result. Uh, hope, hopefully that will lead to more actual formations. The problem is um, there's, there's a lot of work that's done behind the scenes before a captive is actually formed. Uh, and sometimes the inquiries yeah, lead to the conclusion that a captive isn't right for that particular client. But um, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, this particular hard market will lead to a, a greater number of captive formations and, and the number of captives on the island increasing as a result. So there you have it. Guernsey remains the jurisdiction of choice for the formation of captives. And judging by what we've seen already in 2021, that trend looks likely to continue. I'd like to thank my guests, Mike Johns and Kate Storey, for their insights today. And thanks also to you for tuning in. If you'd like to know more, Guernsey Finance is holding a roadshow on the 22nd and 23rd of March, where both my guests today will be guest speakers. To find out more about Guernsey and its specialist financial services sector, head over to our website at weareguernsey.com. To listen to more podcasts of this nature, check out the We Are Guernsey podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Until then, it's goodbye from Guernsey.